you are about to enter Chuck versus the podcast, the place for people who love Chuck and the people who work on Chuck. The only show that takes you behind the scenes with the stars. Yvonne Strahovski. Zachary Levi. Joshua Gomez. Ryan McFarland. Adam Baldwin. Sarah Lancaster. Interactive interviews. Julia Lane. Phil Clemmer. All the cast. Dixon High. Tony Hale. Scott Krinsky. Mark Christopher Lawrence. Anita Federici. Fun hosts. This is Mel. This is Liz. Now you can see how wacko we are. The writers. Allie Adler. Scott Rosenbaum. Zev Farrow. The editors. Matt Barber. Jeff Granville. Kevin Mock. Contests. We are giving away a Chuck press kit. The directors. Jason Norman Buckley. The guest stars. Steve Austin. Kristen Griff. The music. This is Tim Jones. Guest hosts. I'm Kaylee from Toronto. Conventions. Lights come up and here comes Jeffster out on stage. Set visits. This is the guy right here. And much more. Are you ready? This is great. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck versus the Podcast, episode 81 for Friday, February 18th, 2011. We have a very fun episode of Chuck to discuss, so let's get the news out of the way. And we definitely want to get this out of the way. Um, the ratings this week. <laughs> this was the third week in a row that we had 1.7, which week in a row is actually, you know, good news. Chuck versus the Cat Squad held steady at 1.7 in adults 18 to 49 with approximately 5.5 million viewers. Um, if you looked at the ratings from Monday night, virtually everything else was down. Literally, House was down 21%. Um, uh, Gossip Girl, I think, was down 22%. Uh, Harry's Law had 1.7. The Cape continues to slide 1.2. Um, I mean... It's, it's unfortunately not a, uh, a great, you, you'd obviously rather have 2.5 and like 25 bazillion viewers, but at least Chuck was holding steady when everybody else was falling. So in comparison, Chuck looks okay, and NBC made sure to clarify that Chuck is adding an average 26% to its 18 to 49 rating when going from the previously reported live plus same day to its live plus seven day figure. So NBC is obviously um, as pleased as you could be in this situation. Um, so that's that about the ratings. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that it didn't drop considering it was Valentine's night. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I, uh, Valentine's, like on Valentine's day. I was prepared to, I was bracing myself for, you know, a 1.6 or a 1.5 since I figured a lot of people would be gone. Not everybody's as dedicated as we are mm -hmm. and putting plans on hold, delaying them by an hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, it was a nice surprise to see that it did hold steady at 1.5. Yeah. So uh, now does that mean that Chucksters don't have Valentine's? Careful, Trey. Careful. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Chucksters are so <laughs> devoted that yeah. they watch Chuck for their <laughs> Valentine's <Yeah>. date. <laughs> Chuck is our Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> or we just have very understanding partners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of reasons. Anyway, uh, we're happy with a 1.7, and I, I wouldn't freak out about it. 
Well, in good news, screencasts are back. Woohoo! Due to the digital licensing issues between Warner Brothers and iTunes and Amazon, we haven't had clean copies of the episodes to screencast for the past several weeks. And by clean, I mean without all of the network bugs and, and the school closings and the weather maps showing the impending snow apocalypse that are on my copies on my TV, on my DVR. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure you didn't want to see those. So thanks to the work of Canadian fan just Chuck, who capped 411 through 414 for us, and then the return of Chuck on Amazon this week, finally, mm-hmm. we have the caps for episodes 411 through 415 in the checktv.net gallery. I know a lot of you have been wondering where they were. They're here. Mm-hmm. And barring further legal bumps in the road, we should be able to bring those to you within 24 hours of each new episode from now on like we had been. So enjoy those. Mm-hmm. Have fun making your gifts and your wallpapers and all that good stuff. Yeah. Fun. I'm glad you're back. E! Online is running their annual TV's Top Couples poll right now. And, of course, Chuck and Sarah are in the running mm-hmm. right here. The poll is structured like a March Madness bracket with new rounds every couple of days. So be sure to stop by eonline.com and find the latest round and vote for Chuck and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And speaking about Chuck and Sarah... And a lot more of Sarah's past. We had Chuck versus these the cats. Okay, that was a weaker segue, but we do have a very fun episode of Chuck to discuss. <laughs> Chuck versus the Cat Squad. Um, I thought it was a really fun episode and surprisingly touching, especially at the end. I know a number of people were tweeting, same as me. I, I got teary-eyed in the end. Um, so a, a decent showing of Chuck, but there were some um, problems noted by some fans. Did you guys hear anything about that? Yeah, I think a large part of it is this is a written by Nicholas Wooten, who's one of the new writers. And it just feels like he's still trying to get the tone of the show and the characters. Mm-hmm. I, You know, there, it, it was just a little bit off. Uh, it was still, you know, I enjoyed the episode. It wasn't, it's not going to be in my top five or top ten, but it was a good outing. And it gave us a lot to build on with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was nice to see her come out of this with friends, with, you know, and, and opening herself up and saying, you know what, I do need friends. Mm-hmm. And and I do want you back in my life, and I do want to strengthen this bond I have with my soon-to-be sister-in-law. So that was really nice. But yeah, there were flaws. There was, you know, it wasn't one of the strongest episodes. But as somebody in the CheckTV.net forum said, you know, even when Chuck has a bad episode, it's better than ninety-five percent of what's on TV. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not. Not, not, I don't know any TV show that doesn't have one or two that, you know, really just hit it all with the fans. And maybe this was one of them. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, but I can't say where anything really stood out. Not, I mean, when compared to last week where it just had me rolling on the floor. Mm -hmm. But I did like, um, the, um, Sarah and Ellie thing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, I just kind of wondered, I, as I was watching that, I kind of wondered if Ellie needed that as much as, as Sarah did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you know what? Ellie needs a sister, doesn't she? She does. She's surrounded by men. She's had to take care of one. And, and sometimes she's got to take care of the other. And, <laughs> you know, and um, I just think that's going to be good for both of them. I hope we get to see some of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it the was, two of them doing yeah. lunch or something. 
it seemed like, and I hope I'm reading this correctly, it seemed like they were making a point to say Sarah and Ellie are friends and they are going to interact more. This is our springboard. Mm-hmm. Just like the narrator at the end said something about adding a new member to the cat squad. Referring mm. to Ellie. That had me going, whoa, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> kind of a foreshadowing is that? Yeah. So it just, it kind of felt like that, those scenes that we had between Sarah and Ellie were a jumping off point for what's coming up. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, one, one fan actually tweeted on Tuesday, um, that they had, had had issues on Monday night. They, it, the way they put it w- was, um, I was one of the people who had a problem with Monday night, but then the next day when they woke up, they said, um, I realized that my expectations were too high. And um, and what this fan said was that, particularly with uh, Karina coming back, um, every Karina episode has had a lot of very fun dynamic with her character. And this time when she came back, I think a lot of fans had an expectation that we were going to get a Karina episode when mm. we had a lot of characters and a lot of storylines to service at the same time. I mean, you got Lou Diamond Phillips. He's a major guest star. you got to service him. You've got these other girls in the cat, cat squad. I mean, you've got this Ellie and Sarah storyline. You've got the Sarah and Chuck storyline. you got Casey and and, um, and, and Alex, which is a, which a yeah. huge thing. And there, were, there was just so much going on. And, and I got the feeling that a lot of this was set up for the next block of episodes. Um, yeah. Like important things had to happen here. And mm-hmm. um, and so I think just balancing all of that, you, you're going to be disappointed about something. Yeah. Like if you're looking for more in the Alex thing, there just wasn't time for it. If you're looking for more with Karina, I mean, she, she was barely on screen. Um, so. But does that then mean that they shouldn't be so ambitious? in an episode was there something that they should have cut um you know maybe put it in the next episode or you know you're a writer what would you have done in that case well um i mean who i mean for first of all some of it may have been written and then just ended up cut for time Mm -hmm. um which often happens uh, i mean who knows maybe there was even more um but i i do think i mean if you put it in this perspective last year a, a similar positioned episode was the mask, mm-hmm. and there were some things that had to happen in that in that episode to set up what was happening later. And one of the biggest comments from that episode was that it felt forced, mm-hmm. um, like it happened too quickly. And if you measure it that way, I think this was a very fun episode, and I don't think it was what fans would. I mean, fans would not criticize this episode to the level that they criticized the mask episode. No. <laughs> but I do think when you have to take care of a major, like you have to advance things, sometimes it can not feel as natural, maybe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That makes was... sense. And it did feel a little bit forced in some areas. Mm. Not not so much that I didn't enjoy it. Like I said, it was still an entertaining episode. But, um. And I really, really liked that we got to see Sarah interacting with her old friends and resolving, obviously, a very real hurt for her. Mm-hmm. So she was Zandra. And these these girls, it sounds, if I'm getting the timeline correct, they 
came through training together and were, you know, maybe each other's first real team. Mm -hmm. And then there was betrayal and a lot of hurt feelings and things were said and they had to have an actual cat fight. Yeah. Which um, in the dojo. <laughs> which well let's let's talk about some of the important things that did happen. Um uh, I mean when you think about it that way, um this possibly was one of the biggest things that prevented Sarah from, you know, opening her heart to people. Mm -hmm. um, it, and with this resolved, perhaps we're going to get to see her more of her being willing to open her heart as we, I think was, was teased to us at the end with, mm -hmm. with Ellie. Um, yeah. We've, we started the episode with uh, Morgan, not willing to say, I love you, almost losing Alex. And in the end, I thought it was really cute. <laughs> Um, the was. way that that scene, um, it was just so cute how they they made up and and af after they they made up and he finally said I love you, Karina was who cares <laughs> to both of them. Yeah, I love that Alex said it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, because you know I think that's one reason that Karina is so intrigued by Martin <laughs> is <laughs> that he actively tries to resist her. Yeah. And even more so in this episode, and it was, it was, it was fun to see that happening again, and to see her just consternation mm -hmm. about that. Um, I also liked that McKenna, Melvin, and Minnie Anden—they have mm -hmm. the same coloring, and they even have the same facial structure. Mm -hmm. So you know, Morgan's got a type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the Charlie's Angels uh, shots. Mm hmm. That's cute. It's fun. Yeah. Did you notice that this paralleled uh, three fifteen with the heart to heart mm -hmm. homage at the beginning? Yeah, very much so. Yep. And then here we have four fifteen, and we have the Charlie's Angels homage. Yeah. And now, once again, it's Morgan daydreaming. Yeah, and and I think in that context, we we have to give Chuck a little bit of a break. Um, and, and by that by Chuck, I mean the show. Um. In, in the sense that when you start an episode with something like that, like this is Charlie's Angels, this is Daydream from Morgan, mm -hmm. I think you you can't take it as seriously, perhaps, as the Colonel or... Right. You know what I mean? Like they're saying, mm -hmm. we're going to have a little fun with this. We're going we're gonna to play around with a few different things. This is not a, f a season finale. You know what I mean? Right. Even some of the fade outs, they had their roar and yeah. you know, with the claws going. So they went for it. Um, I agree. You know, they started out with comedic tone and they told us right from the start, this is going to be a fun episode. This is going to be amusing and you're going to love it. And here's my, my prop for this episode. He's been wiggling around down there. <laughs> this is Basil, the juvenile delinquent. Hi, Basil. <laughs> He's not amused <laughs> on screen. Yeah. He wants to play with my necklace, but. <laughs> Finally, I have a prop that's relevant. Very cool. <laughs> it's, not over. it's cute. Yeah, he's a cutie and he knows it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no. my daughter would love a cat, but sadly, yeah. daddy won't let her have one. Uh, you know what? Actually, she wants a dog more, and we're using dog as an incentive to. Um, <laughs> I mean, moving countries is a really big deal. And uh, we want to give her something to look forward to in California. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, Basil. 
Way to hijack. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah. he's done. Um, but so we had we had the cat squad and we had them up against their arch nemesis again, mm -hmm. guys. Which you know, I really wish we'd had more with Lou Diamond Phillips. I think he did a good job with what amount of time he was given. And it yeah, I do think so. One. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, he was a good. I smart love Lou, I love Lou Diamond Phillips. So I was I was kind of disappointed there wasn't more of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, at least he got more than Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> that's gonna be Valky's gonna be the low bar <laughs> yeah so I was a little disappointed that we didn't have more of that but it was it was worth the payoff of getting more of uh, you know Sarah interacting with Amy who hello did you not know that it was her from like the second minute she was on screen yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that was kind of a no brainer little too obvious yeah, yeah but, but still fun nice. yeah fun watching her be all perky cheerleader and wondering when she was going to turn and as soon as she as soon as Casey brings casey brings her in to interrogate Gaia's, uh -huh. the chat room on chuck tv was like no <laughs> yeah and uh and it was it was creative how chuck uh broke those cds and used them as throwing stars mm -hmm. that was pretty fun we did not put on the Friday Five list of wedding gifts that Chuck and Sarah should have in case that <laughs> Edit, edit. Yeah. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, and then we had a Chuck falling through the glass. That was fun. It was fun because it, this was a little bit back to, you know, bumbling Chuck. Mm-hmm. Which... It's a big complaint. That's a complaint that several fans had was he, they made him such a dork, such a doofus in this one. And they were upset. They thought it was a regression. And for my part, when I was watching it, I was thinking, you know, it was kind of endearing that he was so nervous around Sarah's friends. He wanted to impress them so badly mm -hmm. that he was doing very, very badly. <laughs> just... Well, yeah, it was very, it was very intimidating. I, I'd be intimidated by <laughs> Yeah. By them. It seemed realistic to me. And then yeah. when she was so upset with him for interfering, that just adds to it. Yeah. You know, makes him even more of a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Well, you know, he he always falls into that when he's trying too hard. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, there's precedent. So it didn't bother me at all. I just thought it was kind of cute. Yeah. I thought it was. And, and, and some people had an issue with, uh, with Sarah not standing up for Chuck. Um. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I mean, the this was obviously a huge issue for her. Yeah. Um, like it was, it was a major can of worms that she never wanted to open, and uh, and so she had a lot to deal with with these mm -hmm. people from her past, and, and uh, feeling upset with Chuck for yeah. making her deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So you you got to give her time to get through that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and there was there was also you know the. the some complaint about Sarah chewing Chuck out in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. And, but then, you know, in the end, she, when she's incapacitated after Amy gives her the beat down and Zondra the beat down in the dojo, she calls Chuck, she gets her phone and she calls Chuck because she knows he's the one she can trust. Mm -hmm. He's capable. He's smart. He can take care of this. Yeah. So I love that. I yeah. love at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was a nice kind of affirmation 
that, you know, they really are partners. They may have some kinks to work out still, but they're, they're partners. They can rely on each other. And that, and that's kind of neat because I know when we were kind of midway through the episode and, and when he was looking down through the glass, what, what I was thinking was going to happen was that Chuck was going to come down, he was going to use the intersect to do this flashy thing, and that Sarah's friends were going to say, ooh, he is really cool. Yeah. That, that, that's it's sort of what, they, what every geek guy would, would dream mm-hmm. <laughs> was going to happen. But the, the cool thing about the way it did happen was that Sarah first had to reconcile this, and then she was the one who could introduce Chuck to her friends, and she could prove Chuck to her friends. It wasn't mm-hmm. that they that Chuck had to do that. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. It was some. It was she needed to be the conduit to do it because they're her friends. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, we also had a nice Casey moment where he shared his lady feelings with Chuck in the van. Yeah, I mean, to uh, to me. Lane. Actually, that was the only scene out of the whole one that felt a little bit um, like it was just put there. It was a little bit out of place, but I don't really know where else they could have put it. Yeah. I think they need it to have happened before next week's episode. Yeah, I think so. And there wasn't any room for it in last week's episode. Yeah. So they had to put it here. I was waiting for some Morganism. (laughs) After he, you know, spilled the, you know, spilled his heart out mm-hmm. to Morgan, and, and Morgan just didn't have anything to say. I was kind of surprised and a little let down. Mm-hmm. Morgan kept Morgan. touching him. I thought he was going to get his arm chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Reaching out and touching him on my arm. Like, yeah. But but again, this was was a very packed episode. There was a lot to do, um, a lot to take care of, a lot of characters to service. So I, I think, honestly, I think they did very well considering what they had to deal with. Yeah. I wanted to mention Uplink in the TechTV.net forum brought up that we were, several people were wondering if we were going to see a mirror of the episode where um, Sarah is standing outside watching after uh, Awesome proposes to Ellie. Mm-hmm. She's standing outside watching through the window and kind of not belonging. And people wondered if we were going to kind of see a mirror of that with Karina watching Chuck and Sarah through the window. Mm-hmm. But instead, what we got was Chuck watching his his fiance and his sister having sharing a moment. Mm-hmm. Which is a really nice moment. It was a really sweet, sweet moment. And, you know, he's, he's there watching through the window as that happens. And it kind of removes a little bit of the sting of that earlier moment, mm-hmm. you know, when Sarah's watching through the window, it's, and you know, he's got that kind of, you know, goofy smile on his face. And it was a, it was a really sweet moment. And, um, you know, I'm glad if Luke caught that parallel, that mirroring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That up. Um, there's not enough Sarah and Ellie moments. We got to celebrate them when we get them. Yeah. And that, and that was a really, really nice one. And, and that, as compared to to perhaps the Casey thing, that I thought, even though you, you kind of expected it, I thought it felt so natural. Yeah, it did. It, like between both of them, like and it would, and even though you kind of expected it, it still was so beautifully done. It was. So we need more of that. <laughs> and I think I think we'll get it. 
I hope so. Now, I, I, I'm going to surprise you guys with this. I, I didn't mention this, but uh, we did get uh, an email. Do you mind if I read that email? No. Um, uh, it was from Van Yestian um, talking about the prophecy in episode 401. The fairy tale that Frost reads to young Chuck in the first scene has three main parts. The king was freed. The castle was rebuilt. The Frost Queen returned home. Only this time she was a hero and she promised never to leave her children again. Really, really interesting. I mean, I, I don't usually go back to rewatch until the end of the season. And uh, um, and they're right. The last two parts have come to pass. The castle was rebuilt. The Frost Queen returned home. Um, she promised never to leave her children again. Mm -hmm. And the king was freed is not yet dealt with. So what do you guys well, think about that? Unless you say that Stephen Bartkowski was the king and he's free of this mortal coil. <laughs> <laughs> That's reaching. Yeah. Or if, as many people believe, he's not actually dead, even though we've been told over and over he's dead. Mm hmm him coming back to life would be freeing him from i don't know cryogenesis <laughs> that Whatever. would be that would be pretty epic that's assuming that he's the king which if she's the frost queen then i would think and you know she's talking about their children mm -hmm. i think it has to be yeah. yeah well i think that that was you know if if he had lived of course so mm -hmm. I think that I think the king is moot at this point. Well, mm -hmm. it, one way to look at that is remember when Chuck took over for his dad and beat oh. Volkov? That's right. When That's Chuck right. took over from his dad and beat Volkov, I th I think that would have been when the king was finally freed. Like that that because his mission had been to bring his family back together and he died mm -hmm. It, it, trying to fulfill that mission and when Chuck took over for his dad and fulfilled it, I could see that. It's a little Oedipal for my taste, but mm -hmm. yeah, I could see that. I could see that working. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, other than, I think think that covers the, uh, the episode. We've got a little bit of a preview for next week, which uh, some were asking that is actually is the Valentine's episode, so obviously there was a scheduling thing yeah, happening. I think, yeah, I think they were supposed to get through four eleven before they went on hiatus. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll we'll talk more in the spoilers. Yeah. Um, but actually, we're going to do things a little bit differently this time. Um, and since you've seen in the uh, in the corner, which corner? That corner. Um, under me. Under under Mel. Uh, all of the helpful reminders. Um, something that we're we're doing. I thought we were wasting space in in our Brady Bunch format, so we might as well use it to um, to give you some helpful reminders. Um, it kind of makes our concluding announcements a little bit moot because that's where we reminded you about our Twitter and email and that kind of thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to thank our sponsors and then go right into the spoilers. So if you don't want uh, to hear the spoilers, please do stay around for the sponsors and then you can pull your headphones out. And But if you do want uh, spoilers, stick around because uh, we have some. 
next video. Yep. Bye. So, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And now we want to thank our sponsors, ielabs.com, makers of award-winning ActionBlue AVCHD conversion software, which offers full HD videos on regular DVD discs. It even works with HD clips from the newest iPhone 4. You can get your free trial of the software at ielabs.com. We also want to thank moviemorons.com for supporting Check versus the podcast. Movie Morons is a podcast all about film, so if you are inclined to find out what movies you should be watching this fall, check out moviemorons.com. And SyrianJunkies.de. We want to thank them for supporting us as well. Hello, this is Christina Caramel from Serien Junkies TV. Are you addicted to TV shows? Be our guests and learn the latest news and reflections on what's going on in the world of TV series. Well, our show is in German, but maybe you want to drop in anyway? Then visit www.serienjunkies.de and watch out for our video podcast. See you. Spoiler warning. And we're back with the spoilers. Mel, what have you got for us? We have the official synopsis for Chuck episode 416, Chuck versus the Masquerade, which airs Monday, February 21st. It says, a romantic Valentine's Day is interrupted when the team is sent on a mission to a masquerade ball in England. McKenna Melvin, Robin Givens, and Lauren Cohen guest star. Valentine's Day is interrupted when Chuck and the team are sent on a mission to England to protect a reclusive young heiress, Vivian MacArthur. Meanwhile... Casey gets an offer from the mysterious Gene Bentley. Back at home, Ellie and Awesome find an unlikely solution to a parenting problem as Morgan ponders a big move. Scott mm. Krinsky, Vixa High, Mark Christopher Lawrence, and Benita Friarici also star. So we'll have the full Bymore team, plus Ellie and Awesome. Plus we get to meet Vivian, played by Lauren Cohen, and Jane Bentley, star, uh, played by Robin Givens. Mm-hmm. Big episode. Oh, big episode. And if you saw the preview after this week's episode, it looks it looks really, really good. Yeah. Everybody's having some fun for Valentine's Day, and then that promptly gets ruined. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Oh. Well, it's up <laughs> to TV.net, so you can go take a look. Yeah. <laughs> you can find out what Sarah says that has Chuck going, what, what, what? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the two Gretas are returning to Chuck. Mm-hmm. Schwartz and Fedak have already stated that we'll get an explanation about the purpose of the Gretas that we've seen in this in this season. And it looks like two of our favorites are returning to help with that. Stacy Kubler was Greta in 4.05, tweeted this photo of herself with Zachary Levi, Ivan Strahovski, and Isaiah Mustafa, which was Greta in 4.02 was hilarious that's your favorite right Gray? oh isaiah was, oh yeah. he was delightful delightful so that's they were the on the set of episode 4.18 chuck versus the a-team last week yeah which so. was written by phil clemmer and directed by kevin mock one of the editors for chuck who actually also uh directed a long time for america's top model but hasn't had a chance to direct for chuck yet so very cool and they and uh, I got an email, uh, emails from uh, from Phil Klemmer and uh, Kevin Mock saying that that episode was a blast to shoot. So, did they give you a clue what the A team refers to? No. Mm. Mm, okay. Mm. 
I hope it's like the real reference to the to the A team. Like <laughs> Yeah. Mr. T and all them. Yeah. I think it's called Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, well. Anyway, Stacy was um she was tweeting about this and she says that uh Krav Maga was so much easier yesterday without heels on. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> Meanwhile, Isaiah Mustafa confirmed that he's shooting scenes with Robin Givens, who will play the director of the NCS with her eye on Casey. Casey gets some leaven, maybe. So that tweet went on the set of Chuck with my fellow Greta um, at Stacy Keebler and her lovely Robin Givens. So cool. Mm-hmm. Very, very neat. I, I love Twitter. Twitter is so cool. Um, how you can interact with with these people, um, and I love those little tidbits that make you guess at what what they're really talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's nice when it comes with a photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder how the studios feel about people snapping shots inside the sets. Well, they don't get to send them out there if they're not approved. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, Adam at Spoiler TV has some scoop for us on two upcoming episodes of Chuck. Episode 419, Chuck versus the Murder. <laughs> I love that title. Um, it reminds me of the episode of Psych. Yeah. Um, Lewis, a star hacker by age 14, is now a British ops tactical officer and described as a thin, bespectacled man. Josie is a young woman with a scary sense of intuition described pretty in a serious way um i, I like that there's a, a an interesting female character in that one and it episode like they're back in england yeah yeah or still in england we um looks like they're spending a lot of time there and episode 20 chuck versus the family volkoff yeah, that is going to be cool. Um, LES, a Somali pirate type in his mid-30s, guest stars. He's a tough guy guerrilla fighter who thinks he's the toughest guy in the world. But when the one man he fears turns up, he isn't quite as confident. Sounds like this is the epi- episode in which Volkov returns. And obviously his uh, daughter would we be... We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know yet. But uh, family, Volkov implies something about that. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, (laughs) Some people speculate that this is another Chris Fedak episode because it's family Volkov instead of Volkov family. Mm -hmm. You know, like seduction impossible instead of the impossible seduction. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So that's... that, there's still four more episodes until the season finale. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Very, very cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So that's all we have for this week, and I hope you enjoyed it. And I know that you will enjoy next week's Chuck. So let's all watch together now that we have Valentine's Day out of the way. Um, And nobody has any excuses. Watch live on Monday night. (laughs) You're not going to regret it. You won't. It's going to be good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) On that note. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See ya.